Hello and welcome to the 22nd episode of Digitalization Tech Talks, the podcast series where we address digitalization-related topics in the process industry. My name is Jonas Narinder and I will be your host along with Don Mack. So today we'll be talking about a topic that I find really interesting and fascinating. Essentially, it's about using artificial intelligence to analyze product batches such as chemicals. The intent is to essentially identify the characteristics of the coveted golden batch so that it can be reproduced over and over again at the highest quality, but also to be able to continuously optimize how it's produced using both existing and new data sources. Quite the mouthful, but it's very, very interesting because it actually can be done. In one of our past episodes, we described artificial intelligence in more detail, so we will not be focusing on the, let's say, the inner workings of the technology today, but rather talk about why it makes sense to apply artificial intelligence for this type of task, where to apply it, and a lot more. So quite the topic, don't you think, Don? Yes, Jonas, batch processes definitely seem to be another great area of uh, application for digitalization. You mentioned the golden batch. The concept of the golden batch has been around for a long time. And if you think about it, it was really an application of analytics well before the influx of data analytics use cases that we have today and we often talk about on the podcast. In addition to that, I understand there are now methods to detect negative trends on running batches that enable a batch that is headed in the wrong direction to be saved rather than being scrapped. And I'm eager to learn today all about the use of digitalization and artificial intelligence to improve batch production. Very well said, Don. So with that, let's get to our guests. And yes, I did say guests because today we have two colleagues on our show. Ulrike Schulschenk, who works as digitalization and technology manager focusing on the chemical industry. She has experience with artificial intelligence from working with our portfolio that includes services and applications that utilize artificial intelligence. Our second guest is Moa Lemani. In his role as head of product and solutions, he focuses on solution or technology development as it relates to artificial intelligence and machine learning. So Ulrike and Mo, welcome to the show. I'm really looking forward to learning more about practical application of artificial intelligence. Hello, Jonas. Hello, Don. Thank you for having us here today. I'm also looking forward to telling you about how we are using AI in the real world to help our customers to move along their digitalization journey. Hello, yes, and thank you very much for talking to us as well about uh, how the future of plant operations is progressing and the technologies which is helping shape that progress. All right, so without further ado, I have the first question for you, Ulrike. So what are some of the main challenges that the process industries are facing today? I can imagine that there must be quite a few. Yes, Jonas, you are right. I see three key challenges in the industry at the moment. First, the market challenges, the increasing competition regarding price and quality of products, the required time to market and the resource change brings about the need for higher flexibility. But this is nothing new. We understand these pressures and we, of course, are here to give our customer what they need to succeed in the difficult market environment. And what lately on everybody's mind, due to the situation globally, the disruption 
in the supply of raw materials, the energy cost, and of course, the risk of economic downturn. And then secondly, maintenance and production. End users face high maintenance costs and an unacceptable amount of unplanned downtime. This is an area of potential improvement. And finally, we need to talk about sustainability and the increasing need to establish and maintain sustainable production processes. And this means increasing the production yield within advanced process monitoring and, of course, reducing energy consumption and CO2 emissions. And this is a key challenge for the batch and continuous process manufacturing industries. Well, those are definitely some, some key challenges. And I guess to help us further frame today's topic, I think it's important that we understand some of the different focus areas for data analysis on continuous production versus data analysis on batch production. Mo, can you help us understand some of these differences? Yes, yeah, uh, definitely a good question. Um, one of the simplest way of putting it, think of continuous process um, as for the overall plant, how to prevent the expensive shutdown, how the assets are really doing, how to move to the optimum plant performance availability, get the best product quality, and when to schedule maintenance activities and when it's re if it's really needed. Um, another thing is how to know the impact of the slightest process deviation. Um, whereas in, with the batch process manufacturing, I think the focus of the analytics is on the batch uh, product itself. So how to get the best product quality, how to know or to be alerted of bottlenecks on that production line for that specific uh, batch, how to know the source of the batch and time variation, uh, what was the optimal batch or golden batch as mentioned earlier, uh, as to say, and uh, also what is the impact of the slightest process deviation. You see, although there are similarities in the thought process or the goal, however, the focus differs from the overall plant operation and asset throughout the manufacturing line or the specific batch and asset associated with the production of that specific batch. Well, thank you very much for that, Mo. I think uh, this definition or separation, if you will, of what defines continuous versus batch operations and the analytics associated with it is very helpful as a basis to understand the whole concept. So Mo, what are some new ways to address these typical challenges in batch production that you just mentioned? One of the main challenges regarding batch manufacturing in particular is how we can evaluate the condition of each batch and achieve the consistency, for example, pressure, temperature, flame control, and motor speed um, are some of the main process control parameters. So in order to achieve the overall batch efficiency, AI is the next logical step in the evolution of the control system. In other words, an AI decision maker on top of the traditional control room system that can consistently gather, process, and analyze data brings that extra sensitivity of the environment. With the integration of machine learning and domain exper experience, plant can build upon the sensitivity process controls by adding an AI layer on top to generate early, accurate alerts that can flag potential issues before they become major. So an AI decision maker on top of the traditional control room system can consistently gather, process, and analyze that data. Machine learning software uses that data to record behavior patterns and spot errors. They trigger alarms or alerts uh, whenever it detects anomalies. And then AI-powered alerts adapt to match the change between in the business and the production cycle, allowing for seasonality, variation in raw material, changing external temperatures, and more. 
AI alerts can also crunch data faster and more efficiently than human-powered system. So giving your control system that extra sensitivity to spot the slight yet significant deviation in the batch. So in summary, batch performance analytics allows for better understanding the behavior of the batch process parameter, and it correlates uh, to the quality, deeper insight on how anomalies and sensor parameters will affect each batch process quality. So it seems that the use of artificial intelligence is a key factor in achieving sustainability in batch production. Ulrika, what are your thoughts on this? Well, you are right, AI is the key, and this is all dependent on what data is available. We've all heard the phrase, data is the new oil. Well, the thing is, there is a lot of data available already, but it remains largely unused and hidden. And previously, the technology to leverage this was not even available. But now it is, and it's here. By creating AI models of the process out of this historical data, the actual data can be evaluated and deviations can be detected. Let me give you an example from batch process manufacturing, where there are increased risk of producing a poor quality batch. This means that the batch process is running inefficiently because of batch time variations or unit bottlenecks, or the limited time of the process engineers. There is not always the possibility to investigate process performance issues. Because of these innovations, there are batch performance analysis applications, which train the AI to detect anomalies to so corrective actions can be initiated for example, you could bring the batch process into a good range again, or terminate the batch into a controlled manner. And with this very specific application of AI, you can save raw material and energy. So without all these advances in AI, we would not be able to support our customer to reach their own sustainability goals. So I think, Ulrike, that it's a very interesting notion that artificial intelligence could potentially be used to address sustainability issues such as reducing waste, which at the end of the day could increase profitability as well as other factors for manufacturers. So where is it that artificial intelligence provides specific benefits for analyzing product batches, would you say? Well, Jonas, who wouldn't want to increase their understanding of their batch process? AI facilitates proactive, data-driven decisions-making and strategic planning. AI allows customers to reduce batch variability and of specification batches. AI helps our customer to increase production efficiency by reducing waste and batch cycle time. In addition, using all this data allows you to integrate multiple datasets from different sources in one application. So data can be displayed interactively and user-friendly on a dashboard with diagnostic capabilities. This means that you don't need to be a specialist to get access and then use this information. 
data-driven modeling of golden profiles can be performed using machine learning and domain experience. This detects anomalies using AI based on trained models providing real-time operator assistance. That's interesting, Ulrika. Thank you for that. And I can see how that can um, help to improve the online running batches as well with that real-time operator assistance. Um, Mo, one of the areas we like to cover in our episodes after we've discussed some new technology or an application of digitalization is, is how an end user would get started. Can you discuss the initial steps that would be taken to apply batch performance analysis to a production process? And, and maybe also if you could cover if this applies to greenfield and brownfield applications or one or the other. Yes, of course. So first things first is to know what data is available, what is useful and what is not, and how it can be uh, and how it can be used. So this is done through a feasibility study uh, using one year of historical data to review and assess that and then generate an intra-trained model. Afterwards, you can move towards uh, the rest of the other phases where you can do a project startup. This could be through a workshop to clarify the KPIs and expectations. And then after that, there's the model phase where you can process the data and uh, process the DNA preparation, model training and validation, software and hardware de uh, deployment preparation, and then site deployment and training. And finally, of course, the continuous evaluation and consolidation, whereas there's continuous model training where the customer can and can continue performing that and build their models on their own. But most importantly is that first step, the feasibility study. I would say that it would be the first step before doing anything. So to elaborate a little bit more on what happens during that phase, take the historical data acquisition that includes plant documents, historical database backups, alarm list, and then you prepare the, or the database preparation where there's the data integrity check. You do a data cleanup, correlation matrix uh, calculation. Afterwards, your pre-model workshop kicks off. And this is where you define the model. You see what's uh, healthy and validation period identification along with the customer. Uh, the data model and training. And then the result preparation. This is where the data analysis document identify quick actionable insights. And finally is where the project execution and then the remaining of the phases that I discussed before. The good thing about embarking on the digitalization journey is that it could be applied to both greenfield and brownfield. So in the case of greenfield, both hardware and software is adopted and implemented early on in the digital journey. Or in other words, the implementation can be applied through every level of the production process. However, with the brownfield, careful assessment is conducted to achieve the most cost and time efficient way to implement these technologies. So it sounds like from your description mode that going down the path of using artificial intelligence for batch analysis may require some help from the outside. But what is your experience with that? Could companies implement something like this themselves? Would they need some third parties to help them out? If you could talk about that a little bit, that would be great. Yes, that's a good point. Um, it's a little bit of a boat, I would say. There's definitely a pull towards less dependency on single vendor and more towards independent or semi-independent involvement with in-house process development. So in other words, the customer wants to feel that they could develop on their own or open interface to other vendors using standard technologies. So it all depends on the customer's experience with data mining. In the case of uh, batch performance analysis, for example, both customers and subject matter experts are involved through the implementation, or throughout the implementation. 
part of the implementation as part of the customer consulting and training on how to read and analyze the data and how to build models to fit their specific needs. From there, companies can continue to operate and develop models on their own. One thing is certain though, even with the outside help, this hands-on process is a must. Each plant, even with the same industry or part of the same company, has its own unique operation strategy or process. So by combining the plant operating knowledge and data sciences or subject matter experts, you could get the best of both worlds. Thanks, Mo. So let me also add something what we've learned of the, out of that working together with the customer. First, co-creation cannot only be a buzzword. It needs to be real. And that means we have to work together so that the customer can implement exactly what they want. So this means when they implement the product, they understand it fully. Secondly, we all need to approach the world as an ecosystem. No one company can do even everything alone. And the third really important point, we are all partners in this journey. Yeah, I think I think that's a really good point that you make there, Ulrike, about that we all are partners in this journey. And I really appreciate both of your insights on how to address the very common challenge in the process industries related to product batches that are lost because of quality issues and the like. Before wrapping things up, though, I just want to give you the opportunity to provide a couple of last comments that you would like to leave our listeners with. Thank you. Our customers cannot afford to waste time and resources if they want to stay competitive. Proactively evaluate the data, which is AI, enables decisions making based on facts. And finally, let's focus on what is really important for the future, making technology that optimizes in every way the resources that this world has. Yeah, there's no doubt that the plant's most valuable assets are the human factor, operators, engineers, etc. The future of the plant operation is heading towards AI and ML technology. So the idea is not to replace the human assets, Rather, give them the advanced tools and capabilities to improve their expertise towards optimizing the overall business. It's a win-win for the plant personnel and production. So by enabling such technologies and finding the slightest deviation at any level in the batch process, which was deemed impossible in the past, is now possible. Arming plant personnel with such tools makes achieving the golden batch more consistently and more efficiently a, rea a reality. So take the first step, look into the data that you have, analyze it, try to build models which you can consistently use to modify it based on the environmental changes or behavioral changes to achieve that perfect batch product. I think that was a great final comment. Mo, thank you very much for that. And of course, also thank you to Ulrike for those closing the marks. And thank you for being on the show to both of you. That essentially brings us to the end of today's episode. If you have any questions about batch analysis optimization, please feel free to email Ulrike and Mo directly. As usual, we will include emails in the show notes. And please remember that we're always open to your comments, your thoughts, your feedback on the show or the topics. So please reach out to us and let us know how we're doing and what we can do better. We'd love to hear from you, especially if you have a good idea for a future episode. 
And of course, we'd also appreciate if you'd spread the word by taking a moment to rate the show and be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop when new episodes are released. So with that, thank you for listening to this episode of Digitalization Tech Talks.